zoologist, Mr. Pringle, and the honey badger in one room. Yep. Mr. Who's, Pringle. Who's Mr. Pringle? That's you? It yeah. was. Wait. It was. Because of my mustache. I posted what? a photo with my sunglasses and my mustache, and it, I did look like Mr. Pringle. That's hilarious. And so Max put it on a Pringle scan. So now I'm Mr. Matt, Pringle. It wasn't Max the one that made the, the Zootopia one, too? Yeah. Oh, my God. So if we start calling him Mr. Pringle's can, Eric is just going to laugh. Because she knows that ain't true. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll let our host talk. All right. Here we uh, go. Yeah, oh, we're, the beer. Suck, Tyler. Suck. <laughs> we're running without our director today again. Yeah, it's a little weird. Uh, Eric had a half day today, so he set this up for us, and we pressed go. Other than that, we're just uh, keeping it loose today. We're talking about Al, talking about the honey badger. Talking about half Milan. And then we're I'm just going to go off on a tangent, probably. For... The, well, I mean, that's kind of standard <laughs> yeah. operating procedure. We always have to tangent. Yeah. Is uh, it better if I warn them about it, or if we just do it? <laughs> mm. Both. We have the same 14 people that listen to us every week, so they know. They all know. But for the other f- 14 to 15. Yeah, it's not frozen on my phone. So yeah. That's the it looks like it's good. It's yeah, uh, you regulars, thanks for stopping by. JPL, Jeff uh, McGovern, yep. you guys are always here before we even start. Yep. Pretty much. Love that. All right, guys. Well, welcome to Trevor. What episode is this? 40, mid-40s. Can, can you, <laughs> I do you not like, know this? I think it's like 43. Yeah, it's, Why it's don't you know, 42. You're like the host. Stuff. You're supposed to know this stuff. No, nah, Eric keeps track. Oh. Yeah. He's a producer. He does everything. Oh, okay. So when he's not here, you know, we're We at. don't know what to do. Uh, well, um, introductions. HP Tuner. Yes. Everyone should buy HP Tuners. Everybody. We were just talking everyone. about that earlier today. Everyone with a mod car should have HP Tuners Big in facts. A, and a laptop. We Big are facts. in the future Unless now, you're like a, a high roller running a standalone. Well, yeah. You but, st- well. It's still okay, Mr. Baller. Okay, just dump your dick on the table. Calm down. Uh, Get it yes. fast. Uh, See, that's the funny thing. Because, like, obviously there's always people. Shop car, shop car. Like, no. There's a reason this bill took me three years. Mm-hmm. Okay, for all. Yep. Uh, 1320 stream, Al passing the Corvette. There's yeah, actually... that was great. Don't watch it now, because stay in our live stream. But we put a <laughs> link in the description. Uh, so our video is coming out probably next week. But for now, you can watch 1320s. They did yep. a great job. And they have a lot of great photos on their Facebook. Yeah. Oh, so look through yeah. their album. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and that Al dude's pretty talented. And <laughs> oh, Not even gapped. He, like... I think the announcer had it right. He's straight fatality to him. That Corvette put it in reverse. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I don't know what the guy's runs for the rest of the event were. He was low 130s. The whole time? Yeah. Mm. Paul says, get to the race car stuff. A little generous on his horsepower rating? Oh, how much did he say? 800? (laughs) (laughs) No. I hope he wasn't. I hope he had something wrong with it. He must have. It might have been one of Tim's cars. Oh, those things add horsepower every time you. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. At, the, yeah. at the spectator drags. That's right. All right, the people want to know, Al. Give us a recap. What happened this weekend? What the honey badger do? Well, do, what, we, wait, what so we, is the honey badger? Wait, so we string yeah. along? I'm telling about the tell what the setup yeah, is now. Yeah, yeah. Let's string along a little bit. I like that. There's so, so many ways we could get into this. Okay. All right. How about this? Let, let's just set it up. Let's just set it up to where you guys feed me questions. Okay. All right. Because yep. I'll just start. Yeah. Rambling. Yep. All right. So. First off, tell us about, give us a quick rundown of the history and then the current setup, like where'd you get the car, where's, how long have you had it, et cetera, et cetera, and then give us a current setup on the car. So yep. I was born in 1988. Jesus. Not that far back. <laughs> forward, fast forward. Fast forward. Um, so to kind of skip through how it got to where it's at now, I originally in, in this, some of this is going to be repeat from things we mentioned before. I originally bought the car because I just wanted a fun daily driver. My mm-hmm. cousin had one. It was stock. I was like, ah, oh, this is kind of quick. Um, 
got it very quickly, started modding it. I think my first mod was sawzawing the muffler off, which I drove one mile down the road and went back <laughs> and clamped it back on. Undo! 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 undo. So for all you straight pipe LSJ guys out there, it's King, so bad. King LSJ has just told you your straight pipe car sound bad. Yep. I'm just saying. Yep. If he's King LSJ, does that make me Prince LSJ? You're like Jester LSJ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You're king of the first to neutrals. <laughs> Ooh. Nope, that's it. That's All right. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was more coming. Back yep. to the story, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, in fact, that's actually, it's kind of a little bit what I'm doing because Nick Israel there, uh, made a comment like, huh, your you're, you're ZZP guys don't know what, what, what Turbo Zone is called. I'm like, but it is an A374. Took we took it off my car so he can use it. Yeah, that changed last minute. Yeah, so Thursday it's not night. a yeah, lot it's of not people's fault that they didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Like we say last minute, we mean like last second. Yeah. Like the car never started with the new turbo on it. <laughs> Till we got there. Until we got there and got it off the trailer. <laughs> yep. We were pretty confident. Yep. I was very confident. Didn't even take the other turbo with us. Nope. Which it should have because the speed sensor was broke. But anyway. Anyway. Um, started modding. Got to the point where I needed to tune it. The only place around was Lingenfelder. <laughs> Kate. <laughs> Ryan, please don't eat the dog. Hey, uh, shouldn't you be at work right now? Go away. So Lingenfelder's kind of a, a high-end shop, and they wanted a lot of money to tune it for basic bolt-ons. Mm -hmm. And I saw how much HP tuners cost. I looked at the software. like, ah, I can figure that out. So I made the best, worst financial decision of my life and used student loan money to buy HP tuners. Yep. And a new laptop. And I became self-tuner guy self-tuner guy years i think we covered this last time i like i was the hardcore blower guy turbos are for losers that can't make it work and then i rode in a turbo car and was like uh oh uh oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> i've been wrong all I've along been wrong <laughs> uh, so, we all start off like that though we all yeah do. we do mm -hmm. turbo I swapped went through like 10 different turbos yeah we all do that pretty much but, like, that's, I went through 10 turbos that. because that's, like, the, the the reason I love the car is tinkering with it and changing things all the time. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm just kind of scared of the day that it's finally done. Done. You can never have a done car because no, then it's be, boring. Yeah. This is true. I'm very excited for this winter, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> all Ryan wants is a done car. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. We, we, we talked about this on the road trip. Uh, you need to buy a Model 3 Performance. Yeah. With what money? <laughs> well, I, I'm, yeah, that's that's your problem. Not yeah. yeah. Okay. We just I, pick the car for you. ZZ Bucks. I still don't think they have enough character yet. Uh, yeah. Not I yet. don't know. Coils and wheels takes them a long way, though. Yeah. Long I'd be way. curious to drive, like, a suspension-dialed mm -hmm. one. Yep. Anyway. 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 There's going to be a lot of anyways. Yep. This is going to be nothing but changes <laughs> for an hour and a half. <laughs> This so, is your job now, though, because you're telling the story, so you have to ring it back around. Yep, that's story. true. <laughs> yeah, but if Aaron's watching, at least he'll follow along because his brain just clicks one thing to the next, just mm -hmm. like mine does. So, 10 turbos um, that did the first compound setup because I was running the 362 with nitrous, got sick of filling the bottle. And I'm like, hey, if I just add another turbo, I don't have to run nitrous anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was right, but it was a nightmare to work on because... I didn't design it as a compound from the ground up. I just jammed a smaller turbo in the middle of what I already had. Yep. I made it work. It, it, was, it took me like a day to get the head off. Yeah, it was. Because there was so much stuff. It was a piping nightmare. 
It was a piping nightmare. So, never really cared for quarter. Started doing some half mile stuff because I was not a good, uh, good driver, not a good launcher. Never cared to put the money into setting up the car to launch properly. Um, so I started doing half miles. Ran really well. I actually ran uh, one one sixty four on a stock bottom end. Yeah. Um, so for those of you out there with uh, like bolt on turbo stuff, you can do very well in a half mile. Yeah, like a um, 257 setup can take you well above 150. Yeah, yeah. Especially mm-hmm. if you put some time in aero, which I know oh, now. Because yeah. the aero was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to that. An Ecotec car, like the, the, the Cobalt and Ion are both somewhat aerodynamic. Uh, you can get into the 150s pretty easily with just standard off-the-shelf stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From there... It's very exponential. It's, it's extremely exponential when you start battling drag versus power. So and it's a lot easier to get your drag down than it then is to just throw power. more power at it. Yep. Because uh, so so we get there this weekend. I had the the new uh, closed off bumper on it. I didn't have time to do side skirts. We threw together a very last minute drag wing, <laughs> which you can see in the pictures that thirteen twenty took. And I do not care what it looks like. It's freaking dope though. It I like it. Worked so well. Ice it cream. It was perfect. Yeah, we all got ice cream. Yeah. Ryan likes vanilla with extra, extra, triple extra. No, uh, yeah. Ryan, how do you, how do you say it? Vanilla with a shitload of sprinkles. <laughs> That's what you have he's to tell not, the people. He's not allowed to talk with his mouth because yep. Kate's here. Uh, <laughs> yes, Tyler Christopher, get HP tuners. Yes. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, the, even uh, uh, Mike from Professional Awesome was there uh, mm-hmm. with the English guys and helping us out. And he was checking out uh, my car on Sunday when he was there. And even he was like, hey, yeah, do whatever you got to do to test an idea. And now that you know it works, now we can go back to the shop and we can make re- it look recreate good. <laughs> the drag wing, make it look a little better, give it a little more support, make it adjustable. Well, and, and to think, you know, I we put that wing on Thursday night. It was $10 worth of Kydex, yeah. $5 worth of aluminum angle iron, some bolts, and then we went to Lowe's and got the, the other the angle, angle iron with the holes in it. Yeah, and I put that on sunday morning yeah and it worked great it worked so well like that everyone that's asked me about how the event went the first thing that i talk about is the thing i'm the most happy with is how stable the car felt yeah because i never thought i was going to get it to that point um three years ago when it ran it was sketchy super sketchy all over the place taking up three lanes Uh, like when we ran at battle creek mac matt and uh, becky were back at the starting line and Matt looks at Becky and I, I don't know how he drives that thing. <laughs> and it probably was just poor choices is yeah, how yeah. I drove it. Um, just keep the pedal down until you're at the end no matter what. Yep. And, you know, fast forward three years and I don't make those kind of choices anymore. Yeah, so it's a little different now. Like, I think that's why I was so incredibly happy with this event because it means I'm not done with the car yet. Yeah. That was the number one thing going into this. It had to feel safe and it had to feel secure, stable. Keep the rubber down, no squirreliness, because that determined whether this is it or if I take the car farther. Yeah. And so now I know it's it's time to go hard. Yep. So for everyone watching and listening, uh, three years ago it ran 167 or 168? 167. Yeah, so 167, that was on the 7670? Mm-hmm. Uh, no arrow, just like... No arrow. Nuts of steel, keep your foot to the floor, yeah, and was, turn the boost up to 11. It was scary. And it was chirping fourth gear. Yeah. 
Because the, the car was lifting because there was so much air under the front of it. So then come out. Obviously, it's as we've explained, it's a pretty basic engine setup. It's just a girdle Gen 3. Yeah. Diamond the, pistons, the only thing JEs, between the valve cover and oil pan that's not on the website is the cams. Yeah. And the only thing different about the cams is our normal stage 3 turbo is reverse split. So the intake's a little bigger than the exhaust. Um, and then mine just has two of the intake cams from yeah. that setup. So. so if someone is at the point that they need or them. at the point they need that, that we could we, we could work that out for you. It's not yeah. like there's nothing secret or special about the car. It's a straight up ZZP race block. I went with the nine to one compression option because the pistons are a little bit lighter, and I knew I was going to be winging the snot out of it. Yep. And it just it took it like a champ. So uh, I missed your name. It's barely cut off, but someone was asking. Uh, if the arrow helped with quarter mile. Yes, it did help with quarter mile too. It was still, I was still going fast enough there for it to greatly help with the stability because the, the first shakedown passes where it ran like the high 12s mm -hmm. at that 120 something. <laughs> Ryan's just, he's just enjoying his ice cream. Just leave he just likes right his now. ice cream. <laughs> so yeah, when I went and did the shakedown runs, it was darting all over the place on the top end from getting air underneath it mm -hmm. and then when we went back to stanton with the closed bumper on boom completely different car yeah just being at the starting line at the half mile and watching it i mean you're you could see a little down on the top end like going like this but i mean you're doing 150 plus yeah yeah but first second third as you disappeared was just dead straight, dead straight. it was great the I car mean, has uh, never gone that straight before the suspension too i think was huge yes that actually too, having yeah. proper spring rates and can and that was partly my fault that i was always scared of making it ride like a shopping cart so i never wanted to go crazy on the springs but i, I kind of had to if i was soft springs in the front the thing would have been nose diving on the top uh -huh. end. yeah welcome to stance nation uh -oh. yeah i guess uh -oh. Um, Although I can't lower the car anymore because the tires are so big. <laughs> so <clears throat> the 171 yep. was uh, on a Borg Warner 8374, which Ryan graciously donated last minute to the Honey Badger. Uh, we got it on, got it out there. That was the third pass? Third pass. Third pass of the day. You so went first pass I went out on full gate pressure, which with that turbo ended up being about 16 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, the highest speed I had recorded in my data log was 140. At the top of third gear, I let out, coasted for a second, pulled the chute. Actually, crossed. before the, the I pulled beams. the chute before the beams, and I was down to 116 by the time I crossed the beams. Mm -hmm. So knowing how that that run went, um, came back and looked at the data log. I was okay. We're uh, we're good to go. Yep. Because we also had relocated the parachute tether point. Yeah. Because I needed to get the center had never up tested closer to the center gravity. The parachute. Had never tested it, so that's why I started at low speed. Uh, the parachute felt amazing. It's a Simpson X chute, so they're made to not open harshly. Mm -hmm. And I could watch it in my rear view mirror. Just, I could see the drone chute launch out, and it would just kind of just flutter <laughs> open and gently pull the car back. And from there, it was game on. Yeah. So I went back. I threw in the boost tune from when I ran the 10.9, mm -hmm. and that ran 159 on the next pass. So half mile to quarter mile, typically most cars will pick up 20 to like 25, 30, somewhere around there uh, in the, what you would call the back half. 
You picked up 41 <laughs> on my 171 pass, which yeah. is not not normal. Not normal when Wait. you're finishing it. I made I made a back half yeet machine sticker, and it and lived it, up to its name. It yeets. Like the the people we were talking to and the friends of ours that are familiar with half mile stuff. I'm just talking about what I had done at the quarter and what I thought the car could do, and I'm. Like, they knew it trapped high 120s in the quarter, and I'm talking about, no, it, sh- it should <laughs> go mid-170s, yeah. and they're like, uh, you, you what? sure about that? And I, I I don't know how the car does it. It's just how it works. You have good gearing and stuff. Sorry, Ashley, i got to yeah. talk now. It's PFM. Um, well, it's yeah. also yeah, you've PFM. made, right, what, gearing, two quarter-mile passes? Like, uh, yeah. If yeah. you set up a little week, different practice, did a ton, you could probably get a much better quarter mile. Oh, by the end of the season, I think yeah. I'll be trapping the quarter in the 140s. Yeah. How much cool. boost were you running on that 8374? 39.8 <laughs> PSI. People and that wasn't even on the 171. On yeah. The, one, the 171 was like 32 and fourth. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then then we said, all right, Zoot Tune time. Let's turn it up. And well, then... see, on the 171 pass, my injectors were maxed, and the fuel pump was mm-hmm. maxed. But I was also running 95% ethanol. Yeah. So we grabbed some 100-octane low lead, threw that in to get the ethanol content down. I should have made another pass at the same boost to make sure that that worked well. Yeah. But I didn't. I turned it up, um, ran into an ignition issue on the 3-4 shift where the ignition just completely cut out for, like, a full second. Um. And then when the power came back, it shook the uh, chute launcher cord loose, so the chute went out early. Yeah. But I, I mean, the run, the run was wasted anyway. Those things are set up till this weekend when I was like up close to one. Yeah. Like number one, they're terrible to put back in. Yes. That yeah, sucks. they suck. They suck. It's to like re-pack. a fifteen-minute project with two well, people. The other problem, though, is that uh, that bag is very old and they shrink, shrink with age. Up. Yeah. And it's sat out in the sun for six years. Yeah. But I saw if some of the more, like yeah. the baller GTR and Lambo ones too. They struggled to put. They're it still back fighting yet. with yeah. it. Yeah. They they have like the fancier ones where there's a little crank that can help get it in, but you still mm. have to shove, shove that boy in, in and have another oh, person. After that, the scarier part is like these like tulip leaves come in and there's little holes in the corners. <laughs> And there's just like a needle. That's that it. Just chills out yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's like just, you just one tug little on that thing. A little bit. And just <laughs> boop. So yep. now, um, Noah, that's the next project. Uh, but so, I mean, I think the people do need to know um, how did it get the name, the Honey Badger. Yeah. Oh, yep. That's a good story. Oh yeah. So three years ago, when we were, went to the Battle Creek Half Mile. Um, I did have a black hood on the car for most of its life. And really? I mm-hmm. did, yeah. Wow. But he started here just had a black hood on it. Where and is that now? It is hanging in Jason Witterson's barn <laughs> as a wall decoration. <laughs> oh, okay. How did it end up there? <laughs> because that's where I swapped the hood at. Oh. And you just left it there? No, and... no. He has a silver hood that I was running for a while. <laughs> there are other I don't know where the black yeah, hood Yeah, what happened went. to the black one? I don't know. Isn't it in your rafters in your garage? Because so, you, you were here and in your house when you had the black hood still. Mm-hmm. There's only one color hood in Saturn Ions that hasn't been on your car. Right? Red. Isn't no, there yeah. four no, colors? Red and no. blue. They're oh, red, yep. red and blue, I forgot yeah. about the blue. Yeah. yeah, I'll never do that. It's white for life now. Yep. Past um, so, Mark Meyer, my illegitimate son, allegedly, <laughs> he's a little old for that. that. There's a long backstory on that, and any of the Cleveland yeah. guys watching will get it. So he packed, he found a white hood, I don't know how, out there, 
and jammed it into his cobalt and brought it out here on the dino day. Yeah, yeah. For me. He fit it in a cobalt. He fit it in a cobalt. Which I still don't understand. I still don't understand. Uh, Anthony says Jason has the black one with the vents on it. Okay, so I don't know where the... <laughs> where the silver one is? No, J- no Jason. Yeah, Jason said his, his is the black one. Jason Whittleson. Well, I don't know where the other one went then. Don't matter. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I might have threw that one in the trash. Probably. Should have. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, Mark brought that out. We swapped it onto the car, and I only had like a week before we went to Battle Creek. So I just left it white because it didn't look terrible. No. Um, we're at the Battle Creek running, and there was a lot of NA muscle cars there. Uh, Camaros, Chargers, Challengers, whatever. Which would beat me by like a couple semis off the line, and then I would just freight train past them about mid track. And we were back in the pits between the morning and afternoon sessions, and two of the guys with chargers or something come over, and they're just losing their minds about how crazy it was that like they get out there and race and like, yeah, we're winning, and then all of a sudden, wow, here it comes, and like it's just. It's it's small and it's loud and it just takes on anything like doesn't give a shit. It's like a little honey badger, and I was there like, it was. "There it you're, is." You're right. There it That's is. Exactly what it is. Yep. And so from then on, it's been the honey badger and the white hood is staying for the life of the car. Yep. Is it just uh, it just fits? I can't imagine it any other way now. Yep. I so missed. I- uh, sorry, I missed a question two up on Facebook. Dana, maybe I don't know. Uh, full bolt on E85 L- or LTG, uh, 320? 320 and 330, yeah, yeah. Go up in there. Um, quick, and I saw three comments on this. Uh, one, as of right now, we are not doing anything for Metro Cruise. Uh, that was someone I think, I think uh, some of the people here are gonna drive through it. Yeah, we're not doing a big weekend? thing or anything. The 27th, yeah. I don't know, 26, okay. 27th. But yeah, what? go on. Right. Yeah, I'll be uh, around. number two, uh, as of right now, we are we will not have a down day this year. Uh, a lot of stuff going on, and sometimes you Ecotech guys still aren't showing up like 3,800 guys, so don't I don't want to hear up. nothing. Yep. yep. Yeah. Ecotech guys, y'all failed. So, but not saying everyone ever failed, but you know, that's it. So. Okay, so we got how the Honey Badger is, the current setup on it. Um, what manifold and turbo are you using? Oh, Raleigh, yes. Yes, I do want you to do some arrow and compete with me because that'd, that'd be, be cool. a lot of fun. Yeah. There you go. Um, what, um, what, what turbo manifold and everything? Obviously, your turbo's up front. What did you do for that, Al? So, on the exhaust side, it is a slingshot header. ZZP slingshot header. Once again, there's nothing really crazy or special about this car. Yeah. Um, I wanted to put the turbo on the driver's side. and Conveniently. I'd conveniently look underneath Kyle's bench, and there's three used slingshot headers sitting there. I'm like, huh, wonder if that'll clear the motor mount. It goes the right way. It goes the way I need it to. So, I stuck it in the car, and sure enough, yep. it just barely fit. Um, so the, one of the other advantages of doing that is if I want to make a, a cooler looking manifold later, we have a fixture with the head flange and the outlet. Yeah. So I can build one that fits in that fixture and it'll drop right into my existing oh, yeah. uh, turbo go. kit. That would be sweet. There you go. Yeah. So. Um, then intake manifold, I'm running one that I built a long time ago. It actually belongs to Adam Wagner. <laughs> I convinced him to let me borrow it while he's still borrow working it on his car. Yeah. Because Adam he, hasn't finished his car in like 13 years. Yeah, Adam's car hasn't <laughs> ran and never will. So, <laughs> uh, you know, just calling him out. I hope he's watching. He doesn't, but, you know. But yeah, it's got that. I could go on a whole tangent about that intake manifold, too. It is It is a very oh. sought-after item. Intake. Dylan is uh, getting a bumper. At least that's what he told what? us. So, Yeah, but he said 
I hope someone in here has one because he still hasn't found one. Oh, maybe he's actually just for the one. snowball, the snowball's OEM bumper is still in my shed. Dylan, if oh, yeah. if you want to paint one, I have an unpainted one in oh, my garage. There you go, Dylan. Let me know. You has, it does it have a lip? No, Dylan. If if you paint that thing, when you paint that thing. Put a lip on it. Nah, Do he not... doesn't need a lip because he's going to make a bumper like mine, and he's going to come run half mile, too. Oh, then that's fine. Okay, well, then, yeah. Well, well then, then you don't even need yeah. an SS one. Just you just, just get a base model, model one. Yep. Go to the junkyard. I'll go to the junkyard for you. And you could probably find a red one, then. Yeah, like, yeah. red base models are, like, everywhere. Sorry, base model guys, but... It, no, they are. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the... if you're going to do that. And then... The missing part of the equation is it is on a FuelTech FT550. Oh, yeah. You can't, yeah. You can't. So what, what convinced you to go to a standalone over the LSJ PCM, which, admittedly, it's old. There's like 10 tables. There's not much control. So it, I'm going to guess that's why. Uh, Cobalt Mainly. SS front lip. You can still buy them from GM. They're like 300 bucks. But yeah. yeah. Yep. I think what was finally the breaking point of going to the FuelTech was I just was sick of having to fight to get the car to do what I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. It worked. Uh, the LS, You can go a long way on the LSJ PCM. It, it does okay. But you have to do some tricks. You have to do some tricks. You have to run a separate standalone boost by gear. You have to run the watt box for the no-lift shift. Um, I did have a watt box go bad on me. Yep. Um which either... just happens sometimes. Yeah, it does. It's, 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 a, it's a man-made product. Anything can happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just it just got to the point where like, I, I knew that I was going to be taking more weight out of the car, getting the BCM out, getting other stuff out of the way, and the amount of time that was going to have to go into rewiring it the way I wanted. Plus, I knew from back then that I eventually was going to do another compound setup. Yeah. And so I, I really needed more controls to be able the, – the setup that I made before did exactly what it was supposed to. But there's more that I want to do with it um, without getting too technical. When you have the proper controls, you can kind of switch back and forth between sequential and compound on the fly. Mm-hmm. And that is a very, very handy thing for compounds on a gas engine setup. It makes it a lot easier to control your power to the ground. Yeah, the boost – <clears throat> the boost, uh, basically how it controls boost is pretty sweet. Yes. And it's how much more part, control you have. For the most part, it's a pretty self-regulating system. But if you have the controls to add a couple solenoids in there, you can make things a lot smoother. Yeah. And you can make it run sequential when you need low power. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and the fuel tech does that. It's two separate, completely independent wastegate tables that... Do not have to be tied to each other at all. Yeah. Uh, Raleigh's asking, uh, for people who know, again, this is a lot of the work that people have to put in. Raleigh asks, um, how difficult was the wiring? Could you use a factory energy harness and splice into it? I'm not going to answer your question, but I will say for the past year, I've been coming back at 10 o'clock to (laughs) 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Make Make sure he's good. Help out with anything and then lock up. Yep. So. Yes, you could piggyback it. And I, actually, I don't think it would be that bad, really, because you would want to leave the stock ECU so that uh, your BCM's happy. Yeah, and you and, could and use all your that stuff cluster works fine and all and that. Keep your cluster functional. Although, um, and it's very common for people to piggyback fuel techs and even to run uh, like the FT450, which is their their base model. It's only a thousand bucks, I think. 
And it would be pretty easy, I think, to run that in a piggyback setup. Don't they have a 350 now? Used to. They oh, don't have don't. that anymore. Okay. Uh, 450 is the bottom. Uh, they have a 500 light, which doesn't have a display. Oh. So that's another option, too, because if you're still using the stock ECU, you can keep that for all your gauging. There you go. And then uh, then piggyback the fuel tech in for everything that matters. But I, I decided to completely strip the car out and go completely full standalone. So the only factory wires left in the car are the taillight harness. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Uh, it yeah, says everything. he meant to use factory engine harness with FT550. I don't oh, know yeah. Means. Yeah, same thing. You would just have to tie it in correctly. Uh, the Joe fuel says, tech is made oh, for doing that, actually, and they have some extra accessories that help with that, like signal clamps. Yeah. So it, you can make it work pretty well. Like if you go on a fuel tech's uh, page, they're they're doing exactly that with a C8 right now, where they have yep. because you can't tune the C8 computer, so they have an FT450 overlaid on the factory C8 <laughs> harness, and they're making stupid power with it. I love it. Yeah. All right, Raleigh, you and Al are gonna talk about that through email. We're not gonna tell you how to do everything right now. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. yeah. Email um, Al. You know his email. You guys to talk about that after the podcast. I'm already confused. Uh, ben, yeah. <clears throat> highest boost on an LC- LTG boost is. Uh, a lot of people get hung up on it. If you're on a stock turbo, it's most efficient at like 22 to 23 psi max. Yeah. Uh, you, 25 is overspinning it. You're just blowing hot air, uh, and that's perfectly safe on stock internals. You know, it's more about your maintenance, how you drive it. Back to the Al Yeats kids episode to understand why you don't want to run that turbo at really high boost pressures. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's so, something I learned from working here. Is I always figured boost was your limit of whatever. And then boost L is or boost is boost, but efficiency is not efficiency. Yes, correct. Well, and also, uh, engines break under torque, generally, right? Generally, so yeah, rods usually, break under uh, torque. Usually, torque bends your rods, and the RPM rips them apart. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you have a laggier turbo, you can kind of get away with a little more power rather than like KO four mm-hmm. hitting yeah. at two grand. <laughs> and the slingshot is a perfect example. Our slingshot turbo will make boost very easily in fifth gear. Mm-hmm. So you have high boost, low load, and that that puts you in a weird spot, and it they just go. Yep. yep. Um, also, I saw a comment. Uh, someone has suggested we send out Smarties with all of our orders to maybe spot, stop the customer service emails. Don't think that would happen. No, wouldn't make a difference. Yep. I do like Smarties though. Smarties are really good. We but, would have to buy so many Smarties. Yeah. Um, so Al, just for reference too, why don't you list off? Let's say. The top five fastest half miles for Ecotex and where the Ion currently oh, stands. Do I count myself multiple times? <laughs> sure, why not? Because it's, yeah, it's a ZZP two-tone car and then me, 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 me. Pretty much. Um, Taylor Lear ran high 150s, I think. Justin mm-hmm. Reed ran high 150s. Yeah. Justin Reed broke in 160s. Oh, he did. Yeah, so okay. it should be uh, the two-tone uh, Cobalt. At 174? 174. 174. Which so I did. F- I really wanted to take that record, but... It, it'll happen. It didn't happen this weekend. That's Again, fine. The in, weekend was still an overwhelming success. Yep. Number two is you at 171. Yep. Point whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Number three after that, I believe, is Justin Reed. Again, these are all ZCP built cars, guys. I'm just putting this out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the ZCP Ion. He was trapping like high, like 158s, and he took a bunch of interior stuff out. And then he trapped like 161. Okay. And then and that after car's him still running. Taylor. 
At well, it's, are you? What what what, what did Taylor chat specifically? I don't remember. It's either you or Taylor. Yeah. Either way, the, the next two spots are me and Taylor. I yeah. did mine many 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 years ago. It's still the fastest LNF one. But you know, again, I haven't gone back, and I was hoping somebody would break it by now. But anyway, LNF um, people sleeping. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was one fifty nine twenty three, and that was stock bumper on a two thirty five tire, no arrow, just driving. with the big wing. Nope. Oh, that, that oh, was you went with the gin trunk. trunk. Oh, no. Yeah, the gin trunk. trunk. Yeah, yeah. That was. Gin. Gin. Gin trunk. Yep. Too American to pronounce that. So. Yes, we know B Fab. Yeah, that's. For those of you guys that don't know who Brandon Fetter is. Oh, that's the Cavalier with LSJ that makes a shit ton of power and goes. Oh, real fast. And moves real fast. We were yeah. just looking and at your uh, Instagram account. And like it's a man- Manuel. And still. it's a Manuel. Or it Very was. Cool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. F23 at that. <sighs> F23. So all you Cobalt people no making joke. excuses, uh, stop. Oh, look. Aaron O'Neill showed up as well. Hey. Okay. Hey, buddy. We well, yeah. So, so pretty much there are five Ecotechs that yeah. have gone pretty I'm fast. I'm glad Brandon showed up, though, because I'm coming for him now. Oh. He I keeps talking it. about getting the Cavalier out of retirement. I'm hoping I can push him to do it. Yeah, that'd be cool. There you go. Kind but of like- he, uh, off the top of my head, I think it was a 977. Whew. So I got a long ways to go. That's moving. Uh, That's fast. One whole second from 10.9 is. Is a lot. That's a lot. Work. His car is lighter than mine. His car makes more power than mine. And I have no doubt he's a way better driver than I am. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of work to do in every direction. <laughs> he says he's on the dyno, so I can't hear everything. But he's trying to hang out. <laughs> He well, spends a lot of time on the dyno. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming to hang out, Aaron. So, where's the freaking front of this? There it is. Uh, but, yeah, so, again, you've moved just because it was – you were still in the same place you were at 167, but you've gone – Took a big step up. Put, like, I don't think – I want to let everyone know. You just may say, oh, it's only four mile an hour. I don't think you understand how hard it is to get a four mile an hour in And now half. i got to figure out how to get another 39 30, mile an hour. Yeah. Ooh. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, you only need 29.5 to yeah. break 200. Ugh. That's the next goal. You just but that that's, what, too, that's huh? what this event was deciding. Is a yes or no on whether I go for the 200. Yep. So one thing to put into perspective, which is cool, our, our dyno uh, is a little bit older. The rollers are old and kind of worn down. So you can't dyno something at your power level. And not spin. No, with the yeah. gearing that I have, I can't run fourth gear because yeah. it runs faster than the dyno can go. So theoretically, on forty pounds, on the eighty-three seventy-four, you were making on the, low on sevens. The, on the one seventy-one pass, it probably was low sevens. Yeah. In so gear. On, on on the thirty-nine pound, he's making way more than that. Yeah. He's probably, yeah, he's probably he's, making closer to eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> to put that in perspective, uh, if anyone else watches. Uh, Half mile in general, Miles Kerr is that was the world's fastest front wheel drive in his Integra. Still is. Still, well, yeah. Still well, he's is. all wheel drive now, but he still holds yeah. the front wheel drive record. So two thirteen. And and Aaron when, is uh, Mr. Forever one ninety nine. Yep. <laughs> um. So with that, back when Miles was running, like one seventy, he was making a lot more power than you. I believe so. I would have to get. I'll, I'll check in with Aaron later and try to figure out what... Or since Aaron's still watching, do you remember what power Miles was making when he was in the 170-180 range? He said 213.98. Yeah, that's the front-wheel drive record. Yep. 
There's only two really? front-wheel drives in the world over 200. Yep. There's Miles. There's then, a Prelude from Germany. And if Aaron hadn't have had some unfortunate <laughs> mechanical uh, problems, he would have been he would have. well into the 200s. That's yep. his, this it was, it yeah. was sad. That dude had a rough weekend. Having met Aaron years ago and then hanging out with him all weekend, and he he busted ass. Yep. Just like me and you with doing a... Doing, oh, Integra from Germany, not a prelude. Yeah. But me and you swapping Sonic Trans. Like, him and Jaden swapped a Trans on Saturday, came back out Sunday, and broke again. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm definitely uh, going to up for that lane speed shoot. Because I was like crazy the way how look. those dudes were having a good time all weekend. Even yeah. though, like, every time they tried to do something, they broke something. Yeah. yeah. So, Miles, so you're saying Miles 182 at mid-7s. So, that puts me in the spot where I have a little bit more arrow work that I need to do yeah. to yep. match his level. Yep. And from there, I got a lot more power I need to make. Yeah. He's got a full underbody, right? Yep. Yeah, he's got a flat bottom. Yeah, I had no flat bottom. I had no side skirts. My tires were poking two inches past the fender. Yep. Like there, there. I have all some pretty stuff. substantial jumps I can make in the aero department. All that thing, all that stuff matters, guys. Like all this stuff that you think, oh, that's just not gonna make the most difference. When you go on 170 some mile an hour, yeah, it does. And you look at, especially modern cars, and the small aero things that they have uh-huh. that makes them so efficient. Yep. You know, we had our, our Model 3 on the lift the other day, and they have little slits in their bumper that creates like a vortex of air that sends it up and around the tires rather oh, than... Oh, yeah, the actually, air, air curtain vents. Yeah. Yep. So Which is something that I'm going to try to incorporate into how yeah. I modify the bumper this winter. So Which, again, put your learning hat on, Trevor. Yeah. And Tesla is a really great example because... They're all about efficiency. It's all about it's efficiency. All efficiency. They have flat bottoms. They have... Which I am events. so glad we have one here so I can take notes from Yeah, that. it's cool. So yeah. that's what we uh, have you four here. We have four here. We yeah. have four here. Because today, shout out, I'm just going to, I don't know, if, I'm just going to say it anyway. Shout out to Kelly. Uh, Kelly today got her Model Y. What? I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah, because you're Model like, Y an hour ago. It showed up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's out, it's out front. It's all sweet and snazzy and stuff. In white. Uh, so, it's white. So she got a trailblazer for sale? Yeah, yeah. right. Yes, she may. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we I have. I think she told Eden it's his problem now. Uh, we have the <laughs> we have Zooms, Model S, Big Boy P100D, whatever those things are called. He's hopefully has a plaid on the way. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We have Kyla's, which is sweet. It's P75. We have the Model Three, and then Kelly just got a Model Y. We have like almost the whole thing. All we need is a like, Model X. Model X. Yep. So. Nah. We can yeah. go without the other. Yeah, we don't need that one. Dude, that has a cool freaking doors. Say. Oh, oh, it does have the cool doors. It does have a cool okay, door. Maybe we do need an X. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Noah, uh, if you look at our Facebook. Um, oh, yeah, Snowball was on Instagram. the road course. I was on the road course a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was for a shakedown. Like, not uh, even a month ago, was it? Yeah. Just no, July 4th. Month, yeah. Just July, July 4th, exactly. So it's been on there. Um, there was no really cameras out there. It was just a little day. A little shakedown. So things to improve still, but yep. we'll see. We'll see how, what the future holds. So, I know, have plans for it. Al has everything taken over a little bit of my life, which is, I don't mind, but. That's all right. So, uh, Noah, that brings us back to your initial, or not initial, but one question. You said, uh, does it have three turbos on it? It does not, has not. But it has to will. now. But it will. It has Tyler, to. Tyler, it's doing the thing again. Yeah. I know. It's, why did, what Suck did you on do? it, Tyler. I can't. What did you do? Al said it on the internet, little... so it's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully 1320 comes out with that video because that would be Yeah, 1320 sweet. interviewed me, and I told them it's going to get three turbos, and he said, it better. Yep. So no, I, I have it's, to on, it's, it's on our Instagram page, too. I'm sorry. We made our Instagram page. It's like you literally see a picture of it, and I have a bunch of pictures of it. These guys actually were very nice and bought me pictures of yeah. it for the thing. So, yeah, there's a picture of it on track. 
You having a shakedown? It's yeah. It's we posted it on both. I think yeah. might yep. have just I missed it did. or something. But so yeah, the uh, the compounds are especially important now that it's uh, targeted on the two hundred mile an hour run. So the current plan. Oh, um, I also found out that Pikes Peak was canceled this past year because they were redoing something with the uh, the strip. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Aaron, Aaron mentioned that earlier. So even better surface next year. I hope so. Yeah. Because when I mentioned to Kyle when I was talking to him about trying to make it out there, he made it sound like, uh, as far as he knew, it was on for next year sometime in June. Mm-hmm. So the current plan is once I have a little break and then get back to working on the car again, it, everything we do is going to be preparing for that event. Um, mm-hmm. Now, the trick with Pikes Peak is it's way, way up there. The air is very uh, thin. That's a thin air up there, boy. So ca- cars do set records up there because the air is so thin that you have about a 20% reduction in, in aerodynamic drag. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. But oh, that's <laughs> but a pretty big deal. You also have a 20% roughly Less reduction in air density. Yeah. So trying to get oxygen into the engine. Where compounds can really, really help with that is I can run stupid pressure ratios and stupid boost numbers without having to lean on the turbos too hard. Yeah. Um, 80 kPa. Aaron says 80 kPa ambient. Wow. Yeah. Woo. Wow. DA has been 10,000. Jeez. Oh. So it's up there. Wow. So I better be in good shape before we go. So yeah. Not yeah, I know. <laughs> like, literally, that's that's somewhere you walk and you like... <laughs> So I'm really excited to get the compounds on, get some shakedown runs done, and then get the data comparing how it does at altitude. Because you'll have guys uh, like big, big GTRs, Lambo stuff like that, who will put bigger turbos than they normally run on for the for that event. Because as long as you have enough turbo Mm -hmm. to still make the power you need, you will go faster at higher elevation because there's so much of a drag reduction. Now, the advantage I have with the compounds is when they're run in series like that, they multiply oh, each that's other. A, that's a little harsh. It's not adding boost. <laughs> Oof. What? Can't Nelly. <laughs> Matthew. Yep. Somebody screenshot that one so we can save it for later. Uh, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Damn, Kenneth yeah. Nelly. Calm down, dude. He's calling him out. He's dead. He's already dead. He's not even in the podcast. You wow. Can't. Kenatelli. Oh, but it's okay because Kenatelli's balder than that already. <laughs> Oof. Ooh. Uh, so to put the, the compound stuff into perspective on how it can help at the elevation, um, it gets kind of tricky when you're trying to switch your brain back and forth between boost pressure and pressure ratio. Because a turbo or compressor actually operates off of pressure multiplication it's not really a boost thing so Mm -hmm. it takes whatever is is at the inlet and then multiplies it by a certain amount and then that's what you get coming out yep so if at sea level you're at 14 and a half psi roughly it's like the standard number and so if you're running a two to one pressure ratio it's doubling that Mm -hmm. and then boost is your baseline to what your manifold pressure is so 14 and a half pounds of boost at a 14 to 1 atmosphere is a 2 to 1 pressure ratio. Which is where compressor maps come in. Right. That's where compressor maps come in. People, and then for extra credit, take some time over this weekend. I know you don't want to do your homework and learn about shit. <laughs> no one likes homework. No one likes homework. I never did homework. However, 
You, you, you do a lot of homework now. Now I do. Yeah, yeah. we do We do a lot of homework Compressor, now. learn how to read a compressor map. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly encourage it. I'm still, you know, we're all still working on getting the fine details of it now, but it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but that's continue. what makes compounds magic. Because, you can say, a single-stage turbo to run 70, 80 PSI, which you see some of these guys doing, they have to have the compressor wheels made. Let's go back to the Al Yeats kids again. Yep. They have to have very low trim compressor wheels made so that they can get enough air in the inlet, but they need a giant ass backside on that so that it can fling the little kids hard enough to get the boost pressure high enough. But if you've already compressed that air. But if I've already compressed the air, and both of the both stages can efficiently run at a three to one pressure ratio, mm-hmm. which is twenty nine psi. Mm-hmm. So like like let's rewind a little bit. You have fourteen and a half pounds atmosphere. You have a turbo that you can run at a three to one, and it's happy. That gets you twenty nine pounds of boost in the manifold. And then you're but the that. pressure ratios multiply. So if I have the first stage running three to one, making twenty nine psi, mm-hmm. and I have the second turbo running three to one. Three times three is nine, so I can get a nine to one pressure ratio in the manifold, which is 800 kPa, which is 113 or 106, 110 PSI PSI. of boost. But each stage of the turbos only thinks it's making about 30 pounds of boost. And they're happy. Mm -hmm. So that's how you can get crazy boost numbers without completely corking up the exhaust or spinning the turbo to the absolute moon. Yeah. There you go. So I'm hoping that that will be the ticket to running some stupid fast mile an hour at Pikes Peak. You'll see it. All right. So I'm going to kind of railroad you here. Okay. So we got, it's 4.45. Oh, boy. So guess what it's time for. Time for ding, 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 overrated, underrated. (laughs) If you don't know the rules, overrated, underrated is a game where someone presents a topic and you cannot waffle. You have to either say it is overrated, underrated. There's nothing on the fence. One or the other. Waffle? Is that a waffle? Is that a phrase? Waffle. Yeah, waffle. No, yeah, waffle. When you waffle, yeah, you're doing waffling. something. It's not a phrase, but I knew what he meant. No, no, it is no, it's a, a phrase. It's it a phrase. phrase. You oh. say, you, when you, oh, you're waffling. Like, you're on, <laughs> yeah. on the fence. You're doing all this. I've never seen fence. a waffle do that. Well, Did you guess guys? what? Have you ever thrown a waffle at a fence? <laughs> I you haven't. I haven't. You haven't. <laughs> do it, and you'll see. It's going to be right there. Did you guys see the post last night where nobody knew what frothy meant? Yes. What do you mean? I don't know what that means. Oh, my God. What do you? Frothy. Is this like, like froth on a drink? Do you know what the word froth means? Yeah, it's like all the yeah yeah frothy. frothy. Okay. Yeah, it's not a trick question. People didn't know what froth oh. was. Oh, I thought this was like for no, no, something no. else. No, 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 no. This like frothy. this dude frothy. had his coolant was frothy on the the what surface they of it. it. They just didn't know. There was dozens of people that were like, okay, we're making up words now. His, his coolant no, it's a word. had some foam in it, and frothy. he's like this frothy coolant, and everyone's like, ha ha, idiot, making up words. <laughs> No. And everyone over 18 was like, what? what? That's, a, That's word. a word. I thought you youngins went to Starbucks and got extra foam on your shit all the time. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, anyway. Uh, Dylan's there. starting us out. Uh, underrated, obviously. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You know, up until Jeez. I made my new one, I would have said overrated, but they are severely underrated. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, you, you, you kind of have to. Oh, so are you doing a group one or a specific one? Like, what do we, we haven't even talked about it yet. Yeah. Well, the, the, the uh, customer ones, we, they can either yeah. uh, pick a person or just make it general. Yep. Okay. So. Uh, wow. Well, well, what well, did well, I do now? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, yeah. All right. So the first one oh. was from Dylan Johnson. All right. So let's give a vote. Front bumpers, overrated or underrated? Underrated. 
Underrated? Uh, yep. Underrated. Underrated? That's across the board. Pay attention. Underrated. Also underrated. Dylan, put a bumper on your car, whether it be an aftermarket one, a cool one like Al. Yeah, make a bumper a stock like one. Put something on the car. It don't matter. Don't put matter. Something put something on, on the car. I did get lots of comments about how my front bumper was very uh, dominatrix looking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like, you know, it wears high heels and fucking slaps dudes at night. <laughs> I was thinking more like Hannibal. <laughs> I was thinking Hannibal Lecter, but you know. Yeah, whatever. No, no, I know. As long anyway. as it scares people, I don't care. But yeah, uh, so yeah, uh, Dylan, um, Cobalts are not one of the cars that looks, they don't look cool without front bumpers. I'm sorry. They uh, just no, don't. they don't. His so, looked acceptable. Uh, it, it, I wouldn't say cool. No, no uh, they look like another Cobalt without a front bumper. I'm sorry. They don't look good yeah. without a front bumper. Like an S13 without a rear bumper? Looks dope. Yep. Like Cobalt without a front bumper? Does no. not. Not dope. No. Not dope. A uh, freaking Evo without a front bumper? Sweet. Uh, it does look yep. sweet. Yeah. It looks yeah, super tough. Do, yep. yep. So, uh, all right. Somebody come up with a topic because I'm still thinking here. A topic mm. for overrated, underrated. Think of a topic. Think of a person. Oh, okay. Oh, here's one. Here's one okay, for all right, of us once again. Interiors. Overrated. Oh. Interiors. Well, I gutted that thing three years before I stopped daily in it. Underrated. 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 I like an interior. Because I guess like Fine, be slow. Whatever. My, my thing is I'm just the I like the street scene. Like I have like the fast like street fighter kind of thing and I love cool interiors. I think cool interiors. I like, I like cool interiors. Yep. So I'm, I'm they're easy and they don't break. It's not riding the fence. Hold on, but I take my answer back. Back half gutted. I is forgot about perfect. the wish.com supra. Yeah. Interiors are severely underrated. Yep. Jeez, well, you have a dashboard in your race car, even so. Yeah, dashboard not really. Kind of not a... really. No, I said interior, not dashes. By the way, it's a sunshield yeah. for my standalone. <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's, that's not... all it is. Like the yeah. cubby is still there, though. The cubby which is the best there. thing. Glock pouch. <laughs> That'd be a tiny glove. Uh, dude, yeah, uh, tiny dude glock, that thing. Yeah. You cannot fit a Glock in that thing. There's no way. You can. You shoot it a couple times. You can. <laughs> <laughs> you have to drill out the backside. What? But if you drill the right side, anything you could you could fit it in a headlight too. Aaron's got a good one. AC in a race car. Overrated. Underrated. 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 My Camaro hasn't had AC for a year, yeah. and it is awful. Underrated. I miss it in the snowball. I'm going to say Camaro's underrated. Like, your Camaro's a fast daily. Yeah, because it's true. It's in a, a race car, I would delete it, but when I see, like, full done-up race car, and they pop the hood, and there's AC, I'm like, that's cool. If you, you cannot tell me. <laughs> if, if you can had, retain if it. had no negative effects, none, no power, no weight, like, any of that shit. Well, that's not fair. No, no. If you would have AC in a car. You you just yeah. If it was weightless and took up no space, and I could just magically have it cool inside, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the the cost to benefit ratio, nah. See, even Aaron, even Aaron says he's he's 199 miles per hour in the half, and he says underrated. Yeah, he probably did lose six pounds of body weight because I think he has a triple layer fire suit. Yeah, that yeah, looks real that's hot. A toasty. Yeah, that's like that's like what was it called? Uh, race suit sweat or something like that from Jackass. Sweat suit cocktail. <laughs> AC is a thing. It it needs to happen. Like I blast in the in the ATS right now. I blast the crap out of that stuff. All right, Trevor. Overrated, underrated. Wide body cars. Wide body? Yeah. Oh. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. I love it, and I'll keep doing it the rest of my life. But severely overrated. (laughs) Yep. And see, and I, I well, want to have the experience. Why is that? Uh, Just because we were talking you're about this a DIY earlier. and yeah. the amount of work that goes in it? No, no, listen, it's actually pretty good. We talked about this earlier. The amount of work and the amount you ruin your car for how very few people can utilize it. Uh, I think. 
He's also talking about like when he's driving and stuff too. Like having Especially a having a lower yeah. wider yeah. car this wide body makes like it's not a problem because it's already wide. Like, like having a skinny car that gets a wider, you have to like watch over stuff extra, and it's like takes the daily driver fun out of it. And yeah, the, not even the, talking the drive about thing. full like race car. Like obviously you want the widest tire if you're going full tilt road course. Wider, bigger tire is going to help, but. Even if you're not into that, like a street car, you wouldn't think a wide body would affect it too much, but like it kind of ruins just the leisurely drive around a little bit. Mm-hmm. I so, like Alex is there. Slicks. Underrated. So incredibly underrated, and I wish I had learned that a decade tires, ago. Tires, unfortunately, it kills me, but tires matter, so I'm going to say underrated too. Yeah, you can just group that into tires and tire selection. Yeah. T- tires, tires and s- they matter so much. For anything, like, I always want to be the guy. I want to be the need for speed guy. Like, you take whatever tire you have, and you drive it all the time, and it's fast whether you're doing no matter what. Nope. You, no. it, that's not a thing. I love buying tires. It's great. Uh, tires, tires, tires and brakes. Tires you do not, not like buying tires. Yes, I do. No. I love buying tires. No. I love receiving the tires. I love the process of buying them. I love having them there, not mounted. This man... I've and then I love brakes. ...to buy seats for his fucking Camaro for two years, but this boy spent more on tires this year than he has on all the seats ever. Yeah. Tires are one of the few things where there is no such thing as a jack of all trades. Yes. There's a sucks yes. at everything. Yes. Yes, there's definitely a It is not a jack no. of no. all trades. It's a one. It sucks at everything. Well, no, it's, it's, it's jack a of all trades of sucking. Yeah. yeah that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Kinks up. Consistent. All right, all right let's just answer this because Jason Willis is talking shit again. Having a, having a faster half-mile LSJ than having the fastest half-mile LNF. Overrated or underrated? What's the question there? Having, I don't know. You know I'm he's just gonna, talking shit about how Al's, even an Al's slowest, he's faster than the fastest LNF. He's talking shit. I'm going to give Ryan a handicap here because... Uh, you can rev out LSJ's probably. I can rev the snot out of it, and I'm not scared to take the weight out. And I don't know why he says chicken shit about <laughs> making his car lighter, but I'm not here to judge. It's just how he was born, and it's how he is. <laughs> so, and he can't change that. I, I like, because I take it to show stuff, and I like having a cool interior. That's you, true. You like the show stuff. I, I like show, go, I like it all. Like if I, I could redo my car and have everything look perfect, like, yeah, but I just don't care. That's your why wheels you... are lighter, your splitter is lighter, your rear seat delete is lighter. Yeah, I've taken... There's something else that's... I've... Yeah, you have taken some weight There's out. a lot of cars. This wheels, is why uh, you need seven cars. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, honestly, Because you have like... one that does each thing, and like we talked about, if you build a car to do one thing... It's going to do that thing really and good. And that is something, uh, another thing that I wish I had learned a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Aaron's probably still watching. That's, that's one of the things that he told me when I was talking to him, uh, where I was basically panicking that nothing had gone wrong yet with my car. And he's like, dude. You built it for this. You made it for this. You did everything. You made every decision leading to this one goal. Yep. And you're surprised that it's doing what it was supposed to do? <laughs> I get it, though. I, I, and, I, and it I took me a moment to be like, wow, he's right. That's Whereas this whole time I was taking a streetcar and just making it fast. And then I literally stripped it down to nothing yeah. and built what I wanted. Yeah. And it does what it's supposed to do. Exactly. So, you know, and, and that is the thing, too. Like, that can lead you to having a lot of cars or just being okay with, hey, my car doesn't excel crazy in everything, but I built it to sort of do this one thing. Like, Which I think... You know, we sometimes we give the Cobalt community a little bit of shit. Because yeah, a lot of bit of shit. A lot of bit of shit because it's stuck at 400 to 500 wheel cars. And that's the, your, yep. your jump from the majority to the minority is huge. Yes. Which like, I don't. 
I don't really understand why people stop there. It gets expensive. I took it, it gets off expensive. the shelf, ZZP block, and sent that thing to 800 this weekend. But I think what I was referring to is a lot of people may have one, maybe two cars. Yes. And they get to 400 wheel, and it's fast enough to scare them, and then they leave it there. Yep. And that's or fine. To, or they get to 500 something, and then they have to realize. So this is another important thing, too. Race cars Shit's going to break. Shit's going to break. Mm -hmm. and like, and You're going to find a yeah. limit of something. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and race the, cars break, and that's part of it. And I'll let Tyler tell him what's the last thing I said to him before my last pass. <laughs> yeah. So we're rolling up to the line. Uh, it was 4.45. Racing stopped at 5. And... Yeah, I was not going to have time to get back in line again. Yeah. We had one run left. There was no one out there. And I'm pushing the car, and he's like... We might be doing a head gasket this weekend. And I was like, okay. Okay. That's good. But you knew that. It's just yeah. part of Ahead it. of the time. I was not scared at all. Like, yeah. This could happen, but I made this yeah. choice. You knew those little three eight studs were like... Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're holding on for they their, their job. They did though. their job. Yeah. I'm so glad I have a coolant pressure sensor in that thing because yeah. I was able to pull up the data log and be like, nah, she stayed clean. She, good. she yep. did her job. 45 pounds. But yeah, time. like it's, again, like it's, I and I kind of give a lot of shits like pure straight up drag cars most times. I think most of them are just really shitly done, but they do what they do well. Mm -hmm. You know, I appreciate yeah. it. Here's one I actually want to do. Overrated, underrated. Front wheel drive. Underrated. Underrated. I want to waffle, but I can't. Um, Al, you go for it. Underrated. I'll, I'll add more to that after you go. I've, I've, I'm going to say underrated, too, for the specific mm -hmm. reason that everyone acts like, oh, my God, a front-wheel drive car is just the worst possible setup you can have and things like that. When, and that's, that's really not the case. Yeah, it right. is the case if your only goal is absolute maximum fastest you can possibly go. But Then all-wheel drive is king. But that's not why I do this. But you look at a lot of the ra major racing series. Front wheel drives are winning. Front wheel now. drive is one of the winning, fastest, if not up there. Yeah, one of the fastest. The road fastest cars, road time cars, attack car is a front wheel drive the, car right the now. The fastest two are front wheel drive Hondas. Yep. Some of the fastest time attack or uh, half mile cars, front wheel drive Hondas. Mm -hmm. Now, yep. GTRs and Lambos. There's a gap. Uh, yeah, they're that's, over that's there. So gap. yes, all wheel drive has its perks. Rear wheel drive, while it's fun really isn't that great in motorsports. Yeah. Except yep. for drifting. I've yeah. like I've tried to think about it every way, shape and form and pro con it and they even out every time. I think every single drivetrain mm -hmm. has equal positives and negatives. You just yep. have to set them up correctly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Again, I agree with better there. Tire the back half is what I live for. Yeah. yeah ben Perez, half. uh five fifty wheel is definitely not the max for the L T G. We've made over six. Uh we're yeah, coming out with an auxiliary fueling system that will take people way up and beyond. My car made yeah. 540. We turned it down for my street, which is like 511-ish. Um, and um, yeah. Stock injectors. Stock injectors. Cams. Uh, low pressure pump. Yep. Cams. That's it. Yeah. And that was an E50 mix. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's... Uh, no, we've... Yeah, we've, LTG has a yeah, long way to go. Yeah, I made 540 on a Z57. Long way to go. Long way to go. Bulletin... Bulletin... Uh, for everyone, if you ever call me and say Z57 <laughs> or Z, do it. If you do, do anything it. aside from Z57, I'm I kind of want to fight you. Five seven. I mean, they're not wrong when they say Z57. I know they're not, but it just bothers. It's like people <laughs> say Nick Cam. Oh, I don't like that. Nick Cam I hate bothers that. it. So 300 guys, it's NIC Cam, not yeah. the Nick Cam. Stop it. 
Yep. Yeah, it stands for no intercooler. Yeah. Yeah. Or non intercooler, whichever. No intercooler, non intercooler. But yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, sometimes, and can I go back to the braking thing too, guys? You know, your cars will break sometimes more catastrophically than others. Yeah. Like, you never know what's going to happen. It's going to sometimes be a little hard to come back, but eventually with some good friends and everything like that, you can uh, make it. Make it uh, good. Ooh, I, would, I would like to take a quick tangent on Michael's yeah. comment there. Uh, for the, since this goes on both places, I'll read it for the uh, Facebook people. Yeah, by the way, quick, uh, we are at the end, so get your last-minute questions. We'll yep. try to get I'll all the questions. I'll tell you when it's the end. <laughs> uh, Michael said, because 500 horsepower is virtually unusable on the street, especially in a front-wheel drive Cobalt, being unable to get new slash bill LSD transmissions easily when you break your current trans is probably my biggest deterrent. I understand that, but... I disagree with it. I ran 10.9 and a quarter in 171 and a half mile on an open diff F40 yep. with stock LNF axles. People, the LSD doesn't really matter on the on straight, straight, forward, line. straight line stuff. It is only for road courses LSD matters. You don't, like having LSD or non-LSD, yeah. uh, having a non-LSD is probably better for the street. And I have the data sensors to know that I have zero issues with one-wheel peels. Yep. Yeah. You set the car upright, and it'll put the power down just fine. And Matt's yeah. been saying that for years with the Grand Prix. Yep. They don't have oh, yeah. LSDs. Mm -hmm. He I, ran eight, seven, eight, nine, yeah. whatever it was. The other thing is boost by gear. That too. That that if it wasn't for boost by gear, I probably would have given up on my car a long time ago. But it's um, 2021, and yeah. we have that shit. The, the Circ Labs Cortex boost controller is very simple to use, and it does a great job of boost by gear. Yep. Like if you if you have the money to build a 500 something horse Cobalt, you have the money for that boost controller. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's and, not that expensive. And it makes the car so much more fun to drive yeah. because you can program it to not just blow the tires off all the time. So yep. if you want to get on the highway and do a 6 year roll in third, you can have all your boost. Yeah. But driving around town, for a second you do gate pressure, whatever you want. And honestly, too, yep. I, I street raced tons with 550, 565, 600 without one, and it was still usable. Yeah. You yep. can make it work. You pedal it, you get the tires warm, you have good tires, keep going. Uh, yeah. These people don't realize it's like... Like, your version of street racing isn't going through town, stoplight to stoplight. No, absolutely not. Like, Heck no. <laughs> it's go on the highway, match speed at 60, 60 whatever. Fucking yeah. letter rip tater chip kind <laughs> yep. of thing. But yeah, see, that, that's the, you, you got you to gotta do what you... But even at the level I'm at, boost by gear is extremely critical. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, Aaron's still here in the comments. He can chime in, too. Aaron has some amazing spreadsheets where he's calculated the actual torque at the tire where it meets the road. Yeah. And so he can program his car based off of what he knows that tire is able well, to hook. Corner yeah. balancing, too. We, we actually, most of us here uh, need to yeah. still do that. Yeah. Like, I need to, uh, when, I, when, I, when I can, you know, really? I'm corner balancing. But, like, my well. 171 pass, it was gate pressure in first because couldn't turn it down any lower than that. <laughs> Probably around low 400s in second, mm -hmm. low to mid 500s in third. And it didn't make near seven until I was in fourth gear. Yeah. And I hit the scramble button. Imagine it's like having different level horsepowers for the max trash you can get all the time. Um, this is a good question for all of us, too. Meth injection, underrated or overrated? Underrated. I'm going to go with overrated. The only thing that I'm presenting to our overrated, underrated is availability of E85. If it is not available, underrated. If it is available, overrated. Well, yeah. like, we might do meth on Kate's car. And that's because... Wow, let's take that sound clip out of context. What? <laughs> they said I. <laughs> oh, I guess I could be laying on the hood. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Nah, you know. <laughs> but, like, those cars can't run E, ever. 
Like uh, nobody has made anything to run EN those. Oh, they're what? direct injected, right? Yep. What do you? So is, yeah, yeah. Are people just not doing anything? It's not. Like, they oh need like sixteen fuel pumps to do it, and like eighteen injectors. All right, so like, we need to everybody to get into BMWs and show them how to run yeah. E85 on these things. I guess. Uh, so. Alex, email me. I can get you some shorter con, uh, sway bar end links. That'll yep. help. Yes. Yep. We actually have Ooh. those working up right yeah, now. Yeah, but if you're drag racing, it's extra weight. So either take it out or email me. I'll yeah. get you some shorter ones. Yep. Um, the trick to properly setting up an open diff is get slicks. Yep. Yes. Get <laughs> slicks. tires. Yeah. Tires matter. No matter what. So tires uh, matter. Pro tip. Uh, this is info from Shane Tecklenburg. I've mentioned it before. If you don't know who he is, you should. The average slick is going to have maximum G-force or maximum acceleration at about 20% slip. So when you have slicks on the car and you're at the drag strip, as long as you have the car corner balanced well, mm -hmm. if a tire starts to overspin the other one, it actually gains traction. Mm -hmm. And they will self-balance each other out. Huh. Yeah. So it's actually pretty difficult. for you. You'd have to blow one tire all the way beyond that 20% slip yeah. point. Before you would actually just sit there doing a one wheel peel. Slicks are pretty magical. They're pretty tires, awesome. Tires run. And slicks are shock absorbers for your drivetrain. Yep. Yeah. You, as long as you launch like a smart person, you will stop <laughs> breaking things once you get slicks. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I, also, I don't think I'll, I don't think a lot of people know how fast a, even a 500 horsepower Cobalt is with slicks. Like it is significantly uh, faster than street tires. Two tone. Elevens. Oh, easy. Two tone was only making six hundred when like it went nine. Low nines. sixes when it went nine. Yeah. So think about that, all you people out there on a two fifty seven setup on E eighty five, you could be low tens. Yeah, easily. Yeah, easily. Yep. Oh uh, so. yeah, Alex. Either if you're drag racing, run no sway bar. If your car is stable enough to do so. If you have coilovers, you're probably fine. Yep. Yeah, I do not run a sway bar, and my car was the safest it's ever felt. If you don't want to take it off and back on and stuff, just get adjustable end links. Yeah, and then which make it clear everything yep. good. Yeah. We might okay. have some coming on the website <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> might. Stay, stay tuned. We, All right. All right, guys. Uh, it is uh, 5.06. <laughs> I got to mow the lawn. Tell us to mow the lawn. Oh, it's a hot day to mow the lawn. No, what are you doing, what are you doing when you terrible. go home now? I don't know. You want to come over? I was, I was planning on bullshitting for another half hour, but <laughs> y'all got to leave early. <laughs> Trevor, what are you doing this weekend? I don't know yet. I'll find out. What? Working on some sort Although, of car. This weekend, I'm going to the, the Grand Rapids Museum tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to the ZZP Lakehouse Cookout. Yep. And then Sunday, we're going to Grand Haven Beach. There you go. Full you have a busy weekend. weekend. Cool. I have you. a busy weekend. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of catching you up. You got to a do. lot of white people shit to do this weekend. Uh, do that we... is some white people shit, boys That's and some girls. Some white people shit. Ryan, what are you doing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you were just making fun of me for not knowing what I'm doing. No, no, you have plans. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, so um, possibly the zoo, and going to Holt to hang out with one of my friends. Cool. Uh, unfortunately, there's no D and D because my dungeon master is getting married this weekend, and he's up. <laughs> How could he? Three hours north. He said, I can come, but it's three hours. I'm like, oh, dude, hey, I heart you. Yeah. What? Three, three hours? hours? That ain't bad. No. I'm okay. driving a lot farther for a lot dumber things. <laughs> yep. He's a good guy. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's way out in the middle of nowhere, and I don't know if the ATS can make down without destroying front lips anymore. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm doing that. And then uh, hanging out with the lady and uh, the child. The child, Isaiah. And, uh, the Cortex boost controller does work with supercharged cars with the bypass valve. Yeah. You just uh, have to pull it a little different. Widowson's huh. got one, right? No, we do something different for his car. Oh, Jason okay. say, oh, I'm just trying to get you back out there, Ryan. Jason Wilson's a dick. 
Yeah, kind of. That's all right. All right, you guys have a good weekend. Yep. Uh, right, we'll see you next week. Yeah. So I would talk for forever, joining. but it is starting to get a little warm up here. It's getting yeah, hot. It's pretty yep. hot up here. I'm starting to sweat. I'm not. All right. All right, boys. You guys keep okay, saying bye. Bye. I forgot Later.